0: hour number two of caduck central in the kintech studio kintech footwear and orthotics canada's favorite orthotics provider supported by over 2500 five-star google reviews find your perfect fit at kintech.com Net this hour brought to you by Avenue Machinery and Douglas Lake Equipment. Be a champion on the worksite. Find them together online at Uh It is uh, Canuck Central. Yes, uh, as Jeffro texted in, um, I found you guys. You can run, but you can't hide. I was wondering what was going on, but I can give you a you know what about the playoffs from four to six. That's uh, Jeffro. Yeah.
1: But and anybody who missed it, you can check us out on podcast. Uh, we're available. And back to four to six. And, and you know what? There will be some times where we change a little bit mm-hmm. depending on the playoff schedule. Yes. But we will promise there is daily Monday to Friday Canuck Central content on air and on podcast available for you.
0: Uh, at least until sometime in July.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, and then once we get to July 7th, you might see me for a week or two. And okay. that's it and until September.
0: All right. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> That's when me and Sat go on a bit of a break. We're gone. like Essentially, I'm out. Conscious uncoupling.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just completely gone. Now, if something you know major happens, I'm sure we'll record a emergency podcast or something. We have that capability now. Yeah. So anywhere we go and travel, we could record something.
0: All right. Wednesdays, for those that are uh, new to Canuck Central and usually listen to the other Canuck show on at this time of day, we do overrated or underrated. Hit the music. Overrated or underrated, you give us a topic, and we debate whether or not said topic is overrated, underrated, or, on the off chance, perfectly rated.
1: Just rated.
0: Which uh, rarely happens, because we tend not to sit on the fence as sports radio hosts.
1: Yeah. but Every once in a while, the fence is just where you gotta be.
0: <laughs> uh, we have producer Dom introducing the topics today, and uh, intern Ryan on... Uh, ...on the board today as well. Okay, All right, nice. what do we got first? How are you? Uh, fantastic. Good. How are Arsenal fans doing? Not well. Not okay. well.
1: Bottlers. <laughs> overrated, underrated. <laughs> They've bottled it again. You know what, listen, I, I, I don't have much joy... <laughs> out of this EPL season. I mean currently Chelsea's down one nothing against Brentford, so I am not one to That's just any like shape. I
0: don't want any other London club winning the title. Precisely.
1: So even though my existence as a Chelsea fan has been absolutely dreadful and miserable this season, I am taking a bit of joy out of watching Arsenal bottle it and watching Tottenham do Tottenham things.
0: I think I have figured out why there are so many like Canucks fans that are Arsenal fans. Hmm. Because they're used to their teams bottling it. Shared misery. <laughs> but Arsenal's won titles. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, but they have won. They have won, yes. It Facts only.
2: Canucks haven't.
0: Uh, yes, that's true. Uh, Hayes Thanks, would
2: like to know, having your own practice facility, overrated or underrated?
0: Oh, underrated. Uh, yeah. Doesn't like every other team in the league have a <laughs> it's like two teams that don't have it. And one of them is the Canucks. Yeah, it's a couple
1: teams that don't have their own, own facility, right? And yeah, I mean... They were so close
0: to having one at uh, Edgewater Casino over there.
1: There's been a few. Yeah. And they've kind of fallen apart. And we didn't hear from uh, Jim Rutherford at the end-of-year press conference. And that's where Patrick Galvin joked that maybe he needed to be here to answer that question on the practice facility. It still looks to be, like, it's a year away from being a year away still. And that's just my opinion looking at it, right? So I'd say, um, I don't know when it's going to happen, but it's certainly needed. Yeah.
0: I didn't think facilities. the practice facility would get a Bruno Caboclo yeah. reference.
1: <laughs> I didn't say two years away from being two years away. I, went,
0: I, I mended it slightly. Uh, it's funny how Bruno Caboclo just transcends markets, but everybody knows. <laughs> Everyone knows. Two years away from being two years away. I'll say, you know, one of the things about the practice facility, if you're the coach and you're asking, and, and Woodley pointed this out on one of our hits in recent weeks, if you're the coach and you're asking for players to stick around in the off season and, you know, come to Vancouver, get in early, get your workouts in. Well, where? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you, there, there are rinks like they and have, facilities. Yeah, they have rinks and facilities, but, you and know, I, every uh, basically yes. every other team in the league has their own designated facility.
1: Now, I would say the whole notion of, like, oh, they're screwed is overrated. I mean, like. They can skate. There, yes, there's they'll, plenty they'll of ice they can yes. skate. They'll be okay. It's, it's not the end of the world. But in terms of trying to find every edge possible, getting as much ice time as possible, having all the type of equipment and supplies and services available to you that you have with yeah. NHL facilities, it certainly gives you an edge.
0: Sat the Whitecaps have a
1: designated facility. Yeah, it's a lot easier finding a patch of grass. <laughs> You know, like we're talking, I get it, right? That's but I mean, selfish. you know.
0: Yeah, I would say the White Caps facility is a little bit more than a patch of grass. You can find a patch of grass somewhere. Oh, my. Uh, okay, good. I think I called portables portable setup. I mean, yeah. you can
1: do that. I mean, that's not the end of the world. Yeah.
2: Patches of grass, overrated. Uh, one Canadian wants to know Pod Coleson, overrated, underrated?
0: Whew. A silly Pod Colson. Do we say underrated now? Because like okay. are... at the start of the year, I, I would have said overrated. Yeah. And I did say overrated. Because everybody was around. And they were like, Pod Colson's gonna have a big year. Look at how great he's been in preseason. He's gonna be awesome. And I was just like, Can we can we pump the brakes <laughs> a little bit? Like this guy's not ready to score fifty points in the league or anything like this. Just temper your expectations. Now I didn't expect Pod Colson to have the year that he had. I'll say that much, but I think it's, like, I, I'm not writing him off because he had a down sophomore year. No,
1: I'm not writing him off. I'd still say underrated. What I've kind of come to think of Coles, and especially my, my working theory on him and why he's yet to approximate his potential, is really between the ears with him.
0: Maturity. Yeah,
1: and, and I don't mean immaturity. It's more about you need to channel... And find ways to be confident yes. and find ways to be positive more, right? And again, I'm not trying to make it seem like he's this head case or anything. That's not it at all. But you can see what team talks about. He gets down on himself really quickly. He's a perfectionist. Yeah, the confidence. You kind of have to let go a little bit. And if you are a perfectionist, you have to
0: find ways to still believe. And he loses confidence too quickly. Um, I think Vasily Podkolzin needs to watch Ted Lasso. No, you... Th- He's got to be a goldfish, man. Goldfish? He's got to be a goldfish. Hockey is life. (laughs) He's got to be a goldfish. Forget things, you know? It's like, what what do they say about quarterbacks, you know? Like, oh, you threw a pick. Forget about it. Move on. Yeah. (laughs) Think about the next one. Think about the next one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's... Now that you've heard a couple of coaches sort of intimate that, uh, it's... uh, I think it is something that Pod Colson has to overcome, which is, you know, it's not a talent thing. Because he has the talent, but um, you got to be able to be fully engaged and focused in order to have success on every shift. Since Next.
2: We're, since we're talking about Elias Pettersson not going to the World Hockey Championship, overrated, underrated, the World Hockey Championship.
1: Uh, overrated. Like, I don't think of myself, like, oh, this guy went to the World Hockey Championship and that's when he, when he became a player. Like, uh, I never think
0: that. Yeah. I would I would probably like say it's underrated if I got to go like cover it every. Oh year. yeah, I think the <laughs> tournament, the tournament. Ooh, I get to go to Austria. This is great. Yeah, the tournament in,
1: in and of itself, the hockey in and of itself is fine. The import of it is under, overrated here. Like yeah. I, I don't see the tangible benefits for players outside of representing your country, which is great.
0: Yeah, but well, as we talked about with uh, Yannick on Friday, any opportunity you get as a European player to play for your country, it's the highest honor. Yeah, And it's something, you know, we've heard a bunch about European players. Do they care more about the Olympic gold or the Stanley Cup? And well, these hap- weird debates that we have for whatever reason. But, yeah, it means a lot to guys to end up playing for their country. Mm-hmm. And I think it's clear the World Hockey Championship seem to mean more for those that aren't Canadian than it does for the Canadian hockey player Because a European hockey schedule ends
1: well ahead of the uh, American the North American one yeah. right? the, Sweden's, the Swedish season's already in the end of the playoffs are almost going to be done here soon um, you've seen a lot of uh, different ones already be over or getting to the yeah. end of it and then the World Championship happens at the conclusion of those seasons yes. in Europe so it's the big event in Europe when it comes to hockey we have the Stanley Cup playoffs mm-hmm. so anytime the Stanley Cup playoffs go head-to-head against a competition that does not include the best of the best what's going to happen yeah our North American interest is going to be squarely on the Stanley Cup yeah. playoffs so by necessity it's going to be uh, you know overlooked because what else are you going to do like yeah. are people tuning into this radio station tuning into Canuck Central to for coverage of the um, Stanley Cup playoffs or the or world championships world championships
0: Probably the the cup playoffs.
1: Now people would want to hear about some Canucks who are playing and how they're performing. Yep. But I don't think
0: anybody wants, you know, a full hour on, you know, Finland playing, you yeah. know, Slovakia. Um, I always found it funny how like Ovi would get ripped because he'd be like just eliminated from the playoffs and the next day he'd be on a plane getting ready for the world championships. Huh. I mean, like and everybody's like, This is why he's never gonna win a Stanley Cup and it's like, uh well, it doesn't matter. I think he figured it out. Yes. <laughs> I think he's fine. Let people
1: do what they want to do. Yeah.
2: All right. Next, refing NHL hockey games from Greg.
1: Ooh, very difficult. Doesn't look easy, does it? No. Um, I mean, try to keep track of the puck when you're sitting uh, ice level. Yeah. In a game, let alone trying to keep track of everything that's happening. Yeah. Uh, underrated. Yeah.
0: If you like, it's it's kind of like anything else. If you become a ref at the NHL level or any pro level. You have reached the peak of your profession. Yes. And you should be applauded for that. Now, that being said, they don't always make the right calls. And there's been a lot of bad calls in recent weeks, in recent days, in this first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So do I think they've done the greatest job right now? No. But I still respect what these guys have done to get to the, the level they're at. Next. Next.
2: In light of game four, sorry, game five between uh, the Leafs and Lightning, 3-1 series leads, overrated, underrated.
0: I'd say overrated. They're not yet complete. (laughs) But, I mean, you'd rather have a 3-1 series lead than not, right? How do you feel about your Lakers having a 3-1 series lead right now? I feel pretty good, to be
1: honest. I feel pretty good. I mean, in in basketball, it's a lot harder to come back from 3-1. It happens far less frequently. Yes. Um... But in hockey, it's becoming far more part of the norm. Like, we were having this discussion yesterday. Like, I think at least one team in these playoffs is coming back from a 3-1 deficit. Mm -hmm. It seems like every year now, at least one team
0: comes back from a 3-1 deficit. There's... The reason with the Leafs, um, you know, they did it against Montreal. It was 3-1, right? And then Carey Price and, and the Habs turned it over that North Division year. So... I get where the sentiment is. I just, I don't see the lightning coming back in this one. To say in a 3-1 series lead, though, is overrated. Uh, that would be foolish because it's definitely, you'd still rather always be on the side that is currently leading the series 3-1 than not. So,
2: next. From Basketball Phil, the wonderlick test.
0: Oh, man, I used to love doing these in Madden. <laughs> When you do the creative player and you have to go through the Wonderlick test.
1: <laughs> I mean, the wonderlick test is, you know, it's, it, I get it in terms of, hey, you have, to, you have to have some sort of written component to try to show some level of aptitude. But it's so out of place when it comes to what you're looking for for NFL players. Yeah. Like some of these questions, the Wonderlick and everything like that. I mean, I get it, but it's really not a, a good barometer for these types of athletes.
0: So I think the Wonderlick test itself is overrated. But I think we as as a whole, we underrate the work that needs to be done to figure out the character behind a prospect. Yeah. And how much work goes on beyond just watching tape on a player mm-hmm. in order to find you know where those players' motivations are. Um, their idea on their pathways to success, and just so many different things, and a lot more than um, Bo Callahan not being uh, not having any people at his birthday party. You yes. know?
1: <laughs> that well, I mean, hey, you see Steve Kine, the, man, the former GM of the Arizona Cardinals. like he was on Dan Patrick, and there's a clip of him. He's like, the most accurate draft movie ever is Draft Day, and he talks about how that not showing up to the Birthday party thing's a big red flag. Like, I was like, okay, that explains a lot about Steve Kine <laughs> <laughs> and the level of. I mean, you know, I, I love draft day, yeah. but if that's an accurate depiction of how NFL teams are run, <laughs>
0: maybe we can be general managers in the NFL.
2: Half the, half the Broncos didn't show up to Russell Wilson's birthday party. <sighs>
0: Yeah. Well, that's not surprising anybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, certain components, obviously. And I get what he's trying to, what he's getting at. It's like, hey, if you're if you're not somebody that can demand respect from your own teammates in college, are you going to be somebody who can demand respect at the NFL level? Like, I understand yeah. what it means to some degree. It's just, just yeah.
0: <laughs> Fonte Mack, no matter what. <laughs> are you watching draft day tonight?
1: Uh, I don't know if I'm going to tonight. Uh, yeah. I'm going to the Gypsy Kings concert tonight. Oh, oh fantastic.
2: Yeah. yeah. So Very it might cool. be a busy, busy night. Gypsy Kings grossly underrated.
0: Yes, terrific, terrific, yeah. terrific that. All right, I, I don't, I don't have a thought on, <laughs> on the Gypsy Kings. I'm sorry. Right Should I? The fence. I mean, it's. You just
1: say rated. Don't say one okay. one way or the other. Yeah. If you don't know, just stay on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin
2: and East Van: The return for Aaron Rodgers.
0: Ooh, underrated.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be great.
0: So, uh, like sneaky underrated, the the move up to thirteen. The little pick swap that they did there? Yeah,
1: up two two spots.
0: They were at 15. They move up to 13 with the pick swap with the Jets. But... You know, they move above the New England Patriots who are probably also looking for a pass catcher. So I think that's going to help the Packers because they could use O-line help or a pass catcher. And they move above the two teams that are probably looking for I mean, the Jets are looking for O line help, and of course, the Patriots are looking for pass catchers. So, I think sneaky, sneaky good move to to get the pick swap in there, too. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I think
1: Green Bay did out. Did it's only so two well. spots, but. Yeah, but the, I mean, you go up two spots, and if you know what it makes, it, it makes it easier if you are looking to move up yeah. even higher. Like, let's say there's a guy you're looking at a 10 or 11, going up from 13 is a lot easier than 15.
0: Remember when uh, the, all the news came out that, like, Aaron Rodgers has chosen the Jets as the one team he wants to play for. And it's like, well, now the Packers have no leverage. Um, Turns out they still got a pretty good return. Mm -hmm. Like, what happens? Aaron Rodgers, whatever happens this year, just like, you know what? I'm good. I had my one year. I'm going to retire now. (laughs) I'm good now. You know, the Jets paid all of that for one year of Aaron Rodgers.
1: So, Dom, you're a um, Jets fan. Yes. And I listened to you and Bick, and you guys have done a good job on the people. should so be getting draft prep ready, and I know you shared your thoughts. But on this show, I need you to share your thoughts on what are your expectations from Aaron Rodgers. Like, what what does this being worth it look like to you?
2: Winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay? If it's Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. You can't. Like, even if you make the Super Bowl, it's not good enough. Yeah. You have one year with an all-star quarterback.
0: They are arguably, like, Rodgers gives them, what, arguably top five in the AFC potential? Yeah. Yeah. They're arguably a top five team. Not it's the so best stacked, team in their division.
2: Stacked, stacked conference.
0: It is. It's a very difficult conference. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? Just be like, throw your arms up and be like, well, you got to do something. I, I don't guess any- we'll just suck until this wave of greatness passes through the AFC. Like
1: Steve Eisman Yeah. Detroit Red Wings.
0: I don't <laughs> mind it from what, I
1: don't mind what the Jets did. It's just, yeah, I mean, just yeah. Godspeed.
0: Yeah. I just, yeah. That I don't. That has not
1: blow up in your face potential, but you're, you're kind of I don't trust stuck. Aaron Rodgers. No. I mean, does he trust himself?
0: How about this one? Hey, Even his one. press conference today, it's just like, man, this guy is incredibly disingenuous. Oh, yeah. C- can you do the cell service one? For overrated, underrated?
2: Oh yeah, uh, using cell service as an excuse—overrated <laughs> or
1: underrated? Uh, totally overrated. It's the most overrated. Like you—you can't use your your cell service as an excuse. Not in—not in today's world. I, uh, going, tunnel. Yeah, exactly. You can find a way to communicate with people.
0: Pretty soon, we won't be able to like have that. Because they, like, doesn't uh, Elon's SpaceX company there, like, they have, like, satellites that are going to give you connectivity anywhere you are in the world?
1: I guess that's happening. So,
0: eventually, it won't be
1: an excuse. But, like, Aaron Rodgers, like, you don't have a landline? You no. tell me Aaron Rodgers can't afford a landline, or he, he doesn't have one set up. Like you, the only way you can face you can the only way you can communicate. Sad. He them? lives
0: in a cabin of darkness. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, he spent <laughs> a week there or whatever it was. But I mean, such a lame excuse. You had to Facetime me, and you, you think the Packers said, "Yeah, we're not going to Facetime you, man. We're not going to talk to you via Facetime." I
2: like guess such a crock. Since you brought it up, overrated, underrated Facetime calls.
1: Oh man. Depends on the situation. Like if you're away and traveling, yeah, you know, you haven't seen you know loved ones or whatever. It's it's nice to connect. But if I'm having a normal conversation, I I don't need to see you. I'm good.
0: I
2: didn't want to call you.
0: Just text me. <laughs> yeah. FaceTime is, is tough, you know. Got to have the perfect conditions. You know, sorry,
2: (laughs) what (laughs) what conditions?
0: We gotta look right, yeah. You gotta look right, you don't want to look like disheveled. You know, if I'm just like sitting on the couch on a Saturday morning having a spro and watching Juventus play, well, it depends on how probably don't want to be facetimed at that moment. It also depends on who you're facetiming with
1: and how they facetime. (laughs) Like, the last thing you want to do is like have somebody looking up their nostrils because how they have the phone set up. It's like, come on, can you place it properly? I, I love
0: I love calling my mom on Facetime. She never knows how to use the phone.
1: Oh, looking at like, it, you see the mouth move, and that's yeah. it. Or it's up to her ear. It's like, yeah. no, mom, it's a video call.
0: She'll be at my sister's place and be like, "Hey, see Dusty?" She's trying to show the dog, and she like doesn't know how to flip the camera. She's just like showing, showing me, herself. Like, look at <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> look at him. And it's just like, ma, you're like, I don't see anything right now. It's just a black screen. Yeah. So oh, funny. we've all been. There. But I remember being a kid,
1: and you know. You know, because like you, you saw um, the FaceTime type calls on science fiction movies yes, like yes. Star Trek or whatever. You're like, man, this is going to be so cool. And now, <laughs> now, now, that it's here, we're like, just, just
0: text me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd rather just use phone call. I don't want to have to think about my appearance in this very moment.
2: Next right. up from Sir, uh, Chef Swagger, Gorgonzola.
0: Ooh, very overrated. Not a Gorgonzola guy. Uh. When I was younger, we went to my aunt's house for dinner. Zia. Went to Zia's house for dinner. Oh, yeah? She tried to make gorgonzola. Didn't go well? Oh, boy.
1: It's not an easy <laughs> thing to make. It doesn't seem like an easy thing to make.
0: That has to be one of like the hardest things to do is like when you're at somebody's house, they work very hard to, to make this meal. You dislike it. And then you're trying to, like, force it down out of respect. Oh, uh, yeah. You can't, Very difficult.
1: You can't leave food on your plate when you're at somebody's Oof. place unless, like, you've had copious amounts of food <laughs> and you're like, hey, man, I did everything I could to finish everything you yeah. guys made. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm tapped out. It's like, you know what? Good effort. You, you worked hard. But if you take a small portion, you got to finish it. It, it. It's disrespectful. You got to finish
0: it no matter how it tastes. And if you can't can handle,
1: yeah. handle it, then don't, don't go to people's houses for, for, for dinner. Yeah. Don't be a jackass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you show up, you pay respect,
1: and you finish the food they Exactly. Get Otherwise, don't go to their place. That That's person worked
0: hard to make that meal for you. You got to eat it. You better eat it. So, tough. Gorgon's all overrated, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice job on the pronunciation there, Dom. Better than my uh, Chernak pronunciation. Yes. Chernak.
2: Chair. Chair. It's not
0: Cernak. It's, it's Chernak. Chernak. Chernak.
2: Okay. Uh, from Discount Dracula, buying organic.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm, I've been told it's overrated, but I don't know what's true and what's false.
0: Well, it's, That's like, different for every food, right? Yeah. Like, for bananas, it's incredibly overrated, I've heard.
1: Yeah, it depends on the food. I mean, I guess, like, it depends. But, like,
0: for berries, you should buy organic. Yeah. And I just because
1: it's or- organic doesn't mean it doesn't have pesticides on it sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it does mean it doesn't. I don't know. It, it's it's kind of <laughs> common. It's, it's very confusing. I
2: mean, the non-organic stuff is, like, expensive enough already. Yeah. Yeah. Most people probably aren't really thinking twice about it at this point. No, probably not. I'm not.
1: No, I mean, like, I'm, yeah, I do like the super cleaning of my, <laughs> my, my, my fruit nowadays, especially after seeing all these TikToks about how dirty strawberries are. Oh my having.
2: gosh, yes.
1: Yeah, I, I do the baking soda and the vinegar thing. Yeah. It's been working, it's good. But it's pretty disgusting to see how much really stuff comes out of it. Baking
0: yeah. soda is like the greatest utility around, cleans everything. It cleans everything. Good for baking. It's an incredible household, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's an incredible household item.
1: It's like the Frank's version. I like of soda. don't
0: buy uh, you know cleansers anymore. I just use baking soda and vinegar for basically everything. And even lime can work. Yeah, lime works great. Yeah.
2: CLR. Yeah,
0: lime works great to clean your uh, cutting boards. Yeah, With it a does. Sea salt really? and lime, and yeah. even kitch- cleaning your oven apparently using lime and like oh. vinegar and baking and it'll soda. It'll smell soda. like lime after too. Oh, refreshing. Yeah, and the oh. microwave. Oh wow, really? incredible hack! You throw like uh, lemon water into the microwave for 30 seconds and then whatever's on the walls of your microwave will just like clean off really cinch huh
2: i'm learning so much today
1: yes
0: clean talk has done wonders for all of us oh really there's, there's so much like
1: there's i saw this one you know how um i gotta share this one too sorry we're off topic <laughs> I gotta do it, but uh, okay. So I saw this one hack, and it blew my mind. You know when you make uh, like pasta, right, or, or like pasta sauce, and you put it into Never your, like, containers? Never made pasta. In my life. Never in your life. But you no. know you put them in containers, and it always stains the container, no yes. matter what you do. There's always pasta stains yeah. in your container.
0: Kind of looks like Donald Trump's tan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah very
2: orange. Very orange. Uh,
1: so, uh, so there's a TikTok I saw, and I wasn't sure whether to believe it. So somebody grabbed like a a paper towel put a little dish soap on it, wet it a little bit, and put a tiny bit of water at the bottom of the thing, yeah. you know, the container, close the container, threw the paper towel, in, and just shook it around, and all the stuff came off of it. I'm like, I call it cap, right? Like, There's no <laughs> way. So I grab it, I did it at home, cleaned it all off. Yeah. Like, I don't have pasta stains on my Tupperware anymore. And all it took was
0: pa- a paper towel, a little bit of water, some dish soap, yeah. and just shaking that thing around. Yeah. So that needs to be like one of those... Uh Ain't no way, guys, on on Ain't TikTok. What? No <laughs> way. That guy's what? Canadian no too. Way. No, really? Yeah, he's, he's Canadian? Great. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've never heard somebody sound more Canadian in my entire life. What? No way. Guy sounds like he's ordering a double double at a Tim's, <laughs> yeah. like you know. <laughs> we learned a lot of hacks, though. I tell you. I tell you. There's one American guy too, like what? You've been telling me I've been doing this for 40 years. Yeah.
1: Or, like, the one that says, I wish I knew this (laughs) in my 30s or whatever. (laughs) Okay, I I just want to throw one in. All
2: right. right. Cooking TikToks, overrated, underrated. Because it's so, like, oversaturated. Yeah, and the things people make, I'm like, there's no way I'm making. This. It's there's true. No way I'm getting like 15 pounds of chicken. Making this. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean the, the
1: the massive meal prep ones are insane. I'm like, yeah, ridiculous, right? Unless you're you you have a business, but I will say they're underrated in coming up with certain recipes. Like if you're looking for certain like healthy living or certain types of things and you know meal prep plans, I,
0: I have some things bookmarked that I want to try. I uh, I I have used enough TikTok like recipes off of TikTok and Instagram that I I have to say underrated.
2: But, you made like, uh, Sorry, you made cottage cheese um, yes. something or uh, other? People
0: are going to steal my Italian card if I let this be public.
2: Oh, should I not say it then? I, mean, yeah. I apologize. Well,
0: I, well, you know what? Reality is, Alfredo sauce is not Italian anyways. It's an mm. American creation. There you go. Um, so, I, since I've been trying to eat healthier, I'm trying to find different ways to like make things that I would normally make, yeah. but healthy, and I made a... Chicken Alfredo sauce with cottage cheese because cottage cheese has a very high protein content. So you're making the sauce, and you know you end up meal prepping something that's got you know 40 grams of protein and isn't that high calories.
1: So North America appropriated a Italian dish. Yes, made Italian. And well, it was you, never Italian, in, right? But you with. made it. But then you're reappropriating it. Yes. Okay. Got it.
2: But I'll see something on TikTok that like looks really cool, really interesting, right? And yeah. And it's like, and then all of a sudden, like Gordon Ramsay will stitch that TikTok and just be like,
1: "This is the worst thing I've ever <laughs> seen." Ever seen this ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. like, "Well, I don't know what to believe
0: now." I don't know. I have made uh, Gordon Ramsay's scrambled eggs. Quite oh, good. so good. The so soft ones? Uh, uh, unbelievable.
2: Oh, yes. What a technique. Low and slow.
0: Low and slow, on the heat, off the heat, on the heat, off the heat, on the heat, off the heat. You know, it's great.
2: That's it. It's a crowd pleaser.
0: Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> Do we have any more?
2: Uh, we do have one more. Okay. Uh, Lanceville Pothole Filler wants to know, enjoying Horvat struggles, overrated or
1: underrated? <laughs> well, clearly underrated based on how much joy the fan base is getting out of it.
0: Big assist last night. He got a big assist. I don't know if we can call it that, really. He got an
1: assist. I'm not going to say anything else. He got an assist. <laughs> it's
0: a primary assist. Dude. It is. It was on a back check. Yeah. I feel a great like, back check. I feel
2: like Canucks fans are... Directing their uh, Schadenfreude at Horvat <laughs> since they can't at the Leafs.
0: Ah,
1: uh, yes. I mean, somebody's going to take it, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, Oh, who among us has not hate watched before? We all hate watch. Like, when you watch in the playoffs, are you watching for games more or hate watching? And I'd say a lot of hockey fans would rather watch the good games, but I think it's pretty close in terms of hate watching. Yeah. I
2: think it says something. Downfall
1: of uh, people and people teams we don't like. Yeah. It tells you about the state of Vancouver sports right now. I, I,
0: I mean, back in the day, you would be able to, like, fans were much less um, understanding of an athlete's choice <laughs> to go for the most amount of money possible. Yes. Like, you remember when Alex Rodriguez, like, they, people were throwing Monopoly money at Alex Rodriguez? Oh, because it took $300 Yeah. <laughs> Now it's a little bit different than Bo Horvat. But like Bo got a nice contract offer from the Vancouver Canucks. It wasn't $68 million. No. But he got a nice contract offer from the Vancouver Canucks. Um you could easily make the... He didn't really want to stay in Vancouver. If he really wanted to stay, he would have. Yeah. But we're we, we've become a lot more understanding of players hey, getting no, their bag. I have no issues with players securing it.
1: their bag. Take get your money where you can get it.
0: I didn't think he was going to get that much. Well, he got it. I remember laughing when uh, the the idea that he would get as much or more than Rupe hints came out.
1: Yeah, one well, it's not, and it's not even that I don't want him to get paid. Get paid, man. It's more yes. about it. It, It's not going to be being worth the, the being money. worth the money. Yeah, and that's going to be the thing because of the. I, we don't need to keep doing the bullwhore bad thing, but no. it comes back to <laughs> the perception of him being something he's not. And then now you're paying eight and a half million for it, and and. You know, I honestly hope for Bo's sake he has a bounce back year next year because it's, it's, it's no fun being, being in a position where people look at your contract as being a drag, right?
0: Uh, or he dominates the rest of the series and uh, the Islanders go through.
1: They have a chance. I still pick the Islanders to win the series. So for everybody thinking I'm a Bo Horvat hater, i don't pick against his team.
0: <laughs> the Islanders can figure out their penalty kill. They might have a chance to get back in the series. Uh, all right. Dan Richo, Satyar Shah. That's uh, Overrated Underrated here on Canuck Central.